Welcome to Life Point with your host, Pastor Tom Doherty. Good morning. I hope your day is again good. I want you to have a good day. I hope you roll out of bed and say, Lord, this is the day that you've made and I'm going to rejoice and I'm going to be glad in it and I'm going to look to heaven and I'm going to serve you and wait for your coming because I want to live for you and I want my friends and everybody around to walk with you. I want to be in heaven with all of them. I hope that's the way you live and I hope you take life very seriously. But yet, I hope you have fun. You know, I think God wants us to have fun. I think God wants us to be a joyous people. I have fun in my life. I do things I enjoy. I play games with friends and and have taco feeds and and have pizza and do things that are fun. I go to football games. I I go to basketball games. I went to a robotic uh, competition the other day at the Idaho Center. One of our one of our kids in our church, uh, Tristan, he was in this great competition, robotics, and a lot of teams, even from Canada. They build these huge robots, and how fun to watch! And they can shoot baskets, and they can uh, climb. They can make. They can climb like a like whatever that called when the bars when you go across the bars, monkey bars. They can do that. These robots are amazing. It was a blast spending time with their family and watching this. But enjoying life, God doesn't say, hey, I want you to be a Christian, and I want you to go into monkhood. I want you to go into solitude where you don't see anybody, you don't laugh, you don't smile, you just worship God. No, worshiping God's fun because you know where you're going someday. You know when the end of time comes, you're going to be with him. Or you know when you happen to die, you're going to be with him. Uh, last week, a very sad event happened in Treasure Valley. Larry Geppert, a great man, a really a great man. I've been with uh, Larry. I didn't know him only by talking to him on a, on a casual basis before, but I, but he was at so many Christian fundraisers and other fundraisers, supported those things that needed supported all the time. He was a wonderful wonderful man, and to have him just suddenly pass of a heart attack at age 65. You know, I'm 66, and uh, you can go that fast. And it was, it was very hard, very hard for uh, uh, for his family at KTVB. Uh, and I'm friends with Doug Armstrong and Dee Sarton, and I sent both of them a note in, in just saying how sorry I was. And it's, I know that that whole family over there at KTVB are are saddened. In fact, I was watching uh, Channel 2 this morning and I was listening to uh, Denny Haw- Demi Hawkins, who I just think is awesome. I like watching her and uh, she and as she does the news, but they were just responding on their mate from another channel and how he had touched their lives. And folks, that's what God wants us to do. God wants us to touch lives and be happy while we live, make great decisions, make great choices. As I've told my daughter growing up almost (laughs) weekly, I said, honey, life is about choices. Make great choices. And thank the Lord she made some great choices and did tremendous in school, has a phenomenal job, a phenomenal husband, loves God with all her heart. I'm so thankful for that. People, we need to raise our children in the way they should go. And when they're old, they won't depart from it. And so, folks, don't give up on your children. Keep praying. Keep taking them to the house of God. Don't neglect the house of God. That's where many times that they will find God's truth 
and they will live it. So I think it's very, very important. Well, I'm I'm still in Acts. I want to talk about, I'm just going to read chapter 14 um, and talk about it for a few minutes. So let's pray. Our Heavenly Father, thanks for the day. Thank you that we can enjoy life. Thank you for the many friends that I have that I can enjoy life with and and look for the community and these people that I see that that uh, that I work with. Thank you for them. And God, I pray for Larry Geppert's family. God, be near them. Lord, in this time of loss, what a surprise. And for the KTVB Channel 7 family, Lord, watch over each of them as they were so near uh, to Larry. And God, we know that our time has come. There will be a time when we will all pass. And I pray that we'll be ready and that we will see you face to face. And what a day that's going to be, O oh Lord, when we enter the kingdom of heaven. Thank you, Lord, in Jesus' name. Amen. And it came about that in Encomium, they entered the synagogue of the Jews together and spoke in such a manner that a great multitude believed both Jews and of Greeks. I like this. It says, and they spoke in such a manner that those who heard believed. Lord, help us to speak in a manner that people will hear and believe. Give us the Holy Spirit's power to spread the word of God and people would understand it. But then he said, but the Jews who disbelieved stirred up the minds of the Gentiles and embittered them against the brethren. Therefore, they spent a long time there speaking boldly with reliance upon the Lord, who was bearing witness to the word of his grace, granting them signs and wonders be done by their hands. But the multitude of the city was divided, and some sided with the Jews, and some sided with the apostles. When the, an attempt was made by both the Gentiles and Jews with their rulers to mistreat and stone them, they became aware of it and fled to the city of Lyconia, Lystra, and Derbe, and, were sur- and the surrounding regions. And they continued to preach the gospel. This is interesting. So they were preaching the gospel, but they were being opposed. And all of a sudden, there be, became a rivalry. And they, they, they feared a little bit for their lives. And so what did they do? They went to another place. Did that stop them? No. And Laconia and Lystra and Derby, the surrounding the region, said they continued to preach the gospel. Why did they continue to preach the gospel? Because they're so in love with Jesus Christ. They were in so in love with knowing the truth and how the truth would set people free that they wanted to share it. People, that's why I keep saying this week, we've got to live in God's truth and share his truth. And at Lystra, they were sitting a certain man without strength in his feet, lame from his mother's womb, who had never walked. So he had been uh, all his life. He wasn't able to walk. This man was listening to Paul as he spoke who when he had fixed his gaze upon him and had seen that he had faith to be made well, said with a loud voice, he didn't say it quietly, listen to this, Paul said with a loud voice, stand upright on your feet. And he leaped up and he began to walk. He leaped up and he began to walk. That wasn't Paul's power. That was a power of Almighty God. Almighty God who touches and changes lives. Can you imagine? Hopefully that man's testimony spread and you saw the people 
move forward and saw the movement of the Spirit of God throughout the book of Acts because they saw, what about those that aren't seeing these things? What about those that just hear about them, like you're hearing about it today? Do you really believe? Do you believe that God can touch your friends and your family? Do you believe that he can heal those things that people say can't be healed? You know, and people say, well, why doesn't God heal everybody? You know, if I knew that, I'd be the most popular preacher in the world. I don't know. God heals people, and it's his choice. He, For some reason, he lets uh, people uh, sometimes not be healed, but he might heal them spiritually. But you know what? We know that God is in control. I'm praying for a guy now. His name is Darren. He has cancer of the jaw, and, and praying that God would heal him. He's such a sweet, wonderful man. His wife is awesome praying that God heals him. You can pray with me. His name is Darren, and pray that God would heal him. I would love to see another miracle, and it would be a miracle. And I know that my God is capable of miracles. Well, let's move on. Verse 11, And when the multitudes saw what Paul had done, they raised their voice, saying in Lyconian language, The gods have become like men and have come down to us. And they began calling Barnabas Zeus and Paul Hermas, and because he was a chief speaker. And the priest of Zeus, who in the temple was just outside the city, brought oxen and garlands to the gate and wanted to offer sacrifice to the crowds. But when the apostles, Barnabas and Paul, heard of it, they tore their robes and rushed out of the crowd, crying out and saying, Men, why are you doing these things? We are just men the same nature as you, and preach the gospel to you in order that you should turn from these vain things to a living God who made the heaven, the earth, and the sea, and all of them. And in the generation gone by and permitted all the nations to go their own ways, and yet he did not leave himself without witness. He that he did good and gave you rains from heaven and fruitful seasons, satisfying your hearts with food and gladness. And even saying these things, they with difficulty restrained the crowds from offering sacrifice to them. Oh, man, so they were frustrated. You know, they were Paul and Barnabas. They were frustrated because God had used them, but people were starting to worship them. That's why I said the other day as you listened, I'm sure, don't put your faith and trust in a human man. Don't put your faith and trust in one of these great preachers that preach God's word, somebody you watch on TV that you think walks on water. Put your faith in God on God alone and trust in him and read his word. Sometimes we want to honor and uh, and build people up so high that pretty soon they become like a god. And that's exactly why Barnabas and Paul says they ran out saying, please don't do this. Please realize this all happens because of Jesus the Christ, the Son of the living God. It's Jesus that we have to put our faith and trust in. Every one of us, let's put our faith and trust in Jesus our Heavenly Father, in the name of Jesus Christ, the Son of the living God, give us strength to hold our ground. Give us strength to claim victory. But Lord, may people always know it's your victory, and it's always about you. Lord, even if a great revival takes place in one of our churches and a church grows ten times, Lord, may it not be about the church or about the pastors, but it be about you. Lord, we want to see you. We want to see you in the lives of your people. Move us this day, O Lord. Lead us this day, O Lord, in Jesus' name. 
Amen. Life Point is a ministry of the Cloverdale Church of God. If you would like a copy of today's broadcast or would like more information about the church, please call us at 208-362-1700 or write to Cloverdale Church of God, 3755 South Cloverdale Road, Boise, Idaho, 83709. You may also visit us at our website, www.cloverdalechurch.org. Thank you for listening and have a blessed day.